0: You are listening to PLV Radio Network. Join us in celebrating all of life's possibilities with inspirational, illuminating and insightful talk shows. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Positive Living Vibrations with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, all the way from the UK, Harriet Kabata. I hope I have honored her name there. She means something rather beautiful, really exquisite. It's called Her Story Counts, or Her Story Matters, and it's a beautiful way together that are telling their story, their struggles um, how the triumphs, how they overcame, the coming together. And when we hear other people's stories, it has a reflection on our own. Everybody's got a story in them. And sometimes we think our story is just like the hardest story out until we hear somebody else's. We're all sisters. We're all brothers. The whole thing about journeying in life is actually creating a story, telling your story. And it's how we approach that story. Are we going to have a good attitude or a bad attitude about it? Are we going to look at it as half full or half empty? Are we going to look at it as a why me? Or are we going to look at it as lessons learned and tools for our treasure? Everybody has a story, but it's how we approach it, how we learn from it, and what we do with the knowledge that comes to us. So today, we are going to share those stories. And we're going to share with Harriet how this came about, why she decided to do this. Harriet is currently the owner and chief operator of Her Story Matters out of London, UK. It's an organization founded by Harriet to spotlight and support women from across the globe in an effect to provide awareness and support for women to tell their stories, to emerge as a stronger and more successful individual. This effort would not be possible without the experiences provided to her throughout her life and her career. is educated in the fields of hospitality, retail and fashion with qualifications and in degrees in hospitality and business management. So you're going to say, why did she go and do this? Well, somebody's story must have struck her. She's worked with organization as Merrill Lynch. And Dutch as a supervisor and organizer management, and additionally Harriet has managed to distribute and customer service companies in retail. She's thrived in the entertainment in- industry, as well as all events today. Today, she's a dance instructor. She regularly uh, organizes arts for MC for events, and more recently Harriet has ventured into media production, quality human interests, and youth programs and promotions. And she's developed a 10-episode series called Trends prior to her groundbreaking work with her story matters. She was originally born and raised in Kenya and now she lives in the UK. This is another wonderful woman who has come for me from the Migrant Woman magazine. That's our affiliate and she will be having her article in uh, the Migrant Woman in December, which I encourage you to look out for. But let's find out what was it that was her turning point that made her want to put her story matters together, that here to inspire all of us on our own stories. Welcome to the show, Harriet.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolute pleasure. So hospitality businesses I think I come from, my kids do, and uh, it's an extraordinary world of um, excitement and everything else but it's also a fantastic world to really understand human nature isn't it
1: it is um i mean you do come across all sorts of personalities and all sorts of um, people from different backgrounds so it's quite an um it's it's a very 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 exciting place to be in and it can be quite frustrating as well depending on how you want to look at it yes (laughs) yes <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs> the customer yeah. is always right well that can oh, be questioned yeah. sometimes
1: <laughs> oh yeah I and mean, sometimes the long hours as well yeah and um it can't take a toll out of you but um generally I, I did enjoy it I did love it but then again it's one of those things you know in life's journeys there's you know we outgrow some of the things and what what you thought last year was your end goal, when you, yeah. when you actually achieve it and you start doing it, you do realize that there's something more out there for you. And I think that's what happened to me.
0: So what was it that suddenly about, you know, her story matters? What was it? Was there a story that you listened to and you thought there are more stories out there?
1: Actually, no. Do you know what? Before Her Story Matters, it was always about me, (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) it was about me being happy, me doing what I want to do and me having fun and me being in the right job. And, you know, it was all about me. And I never really, I mean, I think generally I would care about other people such as family and close friends. But most of the things, it was just about me. My life was just about me. It was all that actually mattered. And... I did get to a rough patch where, you know, in in life I was having everything I wanted. I was having a good life. I was had the best. I mean, I worked in entertainment, I worked in fashion. And we know the fashion world is very fast. It's exciting, it's fun. And And the weird thing oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was fickle. And it's, it's very sad because there's such an emptiness. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Um, but it does take a long time before you actually do see that because when I started off, I was into fashion clothes and shoes and makeup. I was going through, through that transition where it was all about how I looked, and you know, you had to sound right, you had to look right. And I lived in that world for so long, and in in years I didn't realise what was actually happening happening to the inside because I was living a life that was so empty that The insides were sort of dying off, but then the outside looked okay, as I usually like to say. So I went through a patch where I was starting to question everything around me. Um, I was feeling low when I was not going anywhere. When I was alone, it was terrible for me, and I found that I had the need to be around people all the time. And when people were not there, I would be so disappointed because then I'd have to face me. I'd have to face the emptiness. And as life would have it, you know, if you don't keep up with the people in in the fashion world, entertainment, they leave you behind. Mm -hmm. And because at that time I was struggling with it, people were still moving on, but I was struggling with it because the things that I used to do before, I was not happy to do them anymore. I was not happy going out every single day. I was not happy getting home at four and have to wake up at six. I was just not happy about that. So they kind of started moving on without me and I was I was in this place where I wasn't sure where I fit anymore and I was thinking I don't want to go back into hotel management. I don't want to go back into business management and I didn't even know where to start from because for so many years I've done something and I don't want to do it anymore. So in that transition I stopped going to work. I wasn't working at that time and I had just... Around that time, I had been diagnosed um, as having blood clots in my lungs. So, (laughs) I was in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I was in hospital for a week. And the people I was spending time with did not come. It was just my family. You know, so it was a time where I had to start reflecting. And when I came out of hospital, I, I couldn't go back to work because I couldn't stand for long hours. And I had to change careers as well. And... During that time when I was considering where to go or how to go about it, it it was one of the darkest times for me because I was so sad and there was no one to talk to. I was slipping into depression and I can't really explain myself to people because everyone was thinking you have to get better before you go back to what you want to do. The opportunities that I had before, I mean, the people wanted to have me on still. They were excited to have me back to work with them, but it's not something I wanted to do. I wanted to move on. So within that decision-making and nowhere to turn and didn't know how to proceed, I I did suffer from depression and I did start having suicide thoughts. I was thinking of killing myself. I was just thinking life is not worth living. And, you know, we always think about people and how they can come onto that place where they're depressed and they, they're suicidal. But I usually say to people, when you stop seeing tomorrow, when you stop seeing the possibilities, when you lose the hope then you're suicidal because that's where it begins from. Basically, the difference between us and the people who want to commit suicide is the hope is gone. So um, during that time where I was going through, you know, several ways of doing it, the best way of doing it, and I remember, <laughs> now, I re- now I think about it, I just laugh because it's so weird how you want to end your life but you still want to preserve your body in a way. Yeah. Sort of like okay I want to die but I want to die in a stylish way <laughs> I don't know how to put it I don't want to mutilate my neck I don't want to slit my wrists I, w- I just want to die nicely and um, at that time it was so weird because it was so dark but then I had a thought and within that thought I thought how about starting a women's organization now I didn't know anything about Organizations. I didn't know how anything about foundations. I didn't have any clue, and I started thinking about it. And the more I decided to do research on it and see what was out there, what was affecting women. And to be honest with you, that's how "Her Story Matters" came about. So I usually say to people that "Her Story Matters" founded me. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't actually found "Her Story Matters." It founded me. It created me. And it's such a bizarre way to look at it, but because of her story matters, I'm where I am today. Yeah, you're where you should be. And how it came about. And you you had to go
0: through the depression, you had to go through the illness, because everybody has to have a story. And and how can you relate to someone's story if you are purely in the me-me mode? And, yeah. and you can't relate. You had to go through no. that so that there was some form of relation to understanding what other people's story is. Um, yeah. and that's why we go through the darkness. It's also that tap on the shoulder to tell you, you need to change directions yeah. and follow your calling. Yeah. Um, and it's only when we kind of look at it as, is this the end? <laughs> is there anything more yeah. that, but you're open to receiving, that, then you kind of get shown the path you need to go yeah, on. Yeah, that's
1: that's so true. That's so true because I didn't get to that point where I didn't have any, anywhere else to go, then the option wouldn't have come up. Because if I had such an idea and I was living that kind of life, I'd be thinking, but who has time to do that? But because yeah. I had nothing else to fall on to, I kind of just poured myself out there, and I'd done so much research and I started speaking to so many different people just to see their points of view I mean when I started it everyone was laughing about it no one wanted everyone kept on saying what exactly is it about it doesn't make any sense no one will want to listen to that I don't think anyone is going to identify with it and Uh I had (laughs) I (laughs) I know and I had a whole year where it was just I I managed to get um some people from America who have been you know, they've they've been so amazing We I call them my partners and we've worked with Our Story Matters from, from the logo to the concept, to the write-up to forming it and they are the ones who actually believed in it and they are the ones who ran with a vision but everyone else around me was just laughing about it, they were like I don't even see where you want to start that I mean, that's why we have things like the UN and we have, you know, different organisations, so um, it was a hard time for me because I found something that I wanted to throw myself into, something that was saving me. But it was the one thing that other people were attacking as well. So that ended up being another story as well. <laughs> yes. I yeah. mean, you
0: know, that's the thing. I think that's what people are beginning to understand. Um, you know, you you were young. You went for your kind of insular me, me, me moment. And that's yeah. fine because, you know, the things that you learned in your trade, um, you know, are tools that you will apply to what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, but you know, at, at at some point, we all i I worked in the hospitality, in the modeling, in the movie industry when I was young. Mm-hmm. There isn't any time to think of anything no. else. You don't get any time uh, to even think of yourself in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So you know, as I said, you had to have that that rug from pulled from under you to to kind of completely redirect you. But we yeah. learn so much from other people's stories, don't we? You know, when, oh, we, yeah. when we've when we learnt what other people, I mean, on the station with the people I interview and the, some of the things that people have gone through, they yeah. shouldn't be as joyous as they are. They shouldn't <laughs> be living in the purpose yeah. that they're living in with what they've gone through. But they yeah. chose to. They chose yeah. to embrace that adversity because it led them to their purpose. And in their yeah. purpose, they found their divine calling.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, It it's true. And, you know, one of the things that I actually realized was that, you know, I believe that when we go through those things, we're supposed to overcome them. But then some people who actually go through it, they kind of get stuck in it. Yes. And, you know, when you're supposed to be moving, you're not moving. So you, you kind of get into a place where because you've sat in it for so long, you become so comfortable with that situation that getting out of it is quite difficult. And I yeah. think people who actually overcome it are overcoming it to help people who are who are stuck in it. But then we do realize that not so many people overcome it <laughs> because you have to be, you, you really have to have a fighting spirit because once you overcome one thing, something else comes. Yeah. And you have to get used to being knocked back and standing up knock back standing up and not many people have that in them that's what I've come to realize because you speak to some people you can see they've got such great potential but because of one small situation in their life they, they just won't move on and it's so horrible to see that it breaks my heart yes yeah. yes yeah. Um,
0: you know like we're all going to get beaten up uh, at some point in our life and it really is a question uh, you know i suffer from anxiety and depression quite a bit and I, you mm-hmm. know where that dark place is i've been there quite a number of times yeah. and for me i have to be in purpose otherwise i don't see the purpose of my life yes um and, you know, I've had that, uh, I've been at those crossroads quite a few times. Yeah. Now I can hindsight, I can look back mm-hmm. and I realize that everything I've done have just provided me with the tools yeah. um, to be and do what I'm doing now. So sometimes we get into that space and you go, why is this happening? Why does this keep happening? And I think you have to keep <laughs> looking at it as it's, a, it's another test or it's another lesson, it's another tool that's going to help you for the bigger picture. And and if yeah. we have to step outside of ourselves and understand this is a path we've been given because we wouldn't be given it if the divine didn't think we could cope with it, and there's yes. a bigger purpose for it down the road.
1: Yes, it's. I think you've 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 talked about the main things, which is purpose, and I believe what usually happens is most people don't know their purpose. They don't know why they go through things they do. They don't know what their, what their destiny is because I always put emphasis on destiny first and your assignment in life. And when you don't know that, then you're just waking up in the morning and doing everything as you usually do. But there's no, there's no passion in it. Yeah. There's no passion in waking up in the morning, you don't have anything looking forward to. So when you, when you don't have a sense of that, then your life becomes void And your life becomes meaningless. And one thing is most people don't know their purpose. Most people don't know what their destiny is. And you find when you speak to people, you're thinking, okay, I can see you're really good in this. Why don't you do this? And they're like, oh, actually, I've never thought about doing it. And I'm thinking, but why? It's something that you do so well. Why are you trying to do something you're not good at? It just does not make any sense. Well, happen. I mean,
0: a lot of that. You know, I talk a great deal about permission, and mm. you know, I'm the older generation, so <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm sixty. So for me, it was the, still the servitude and the sacrifice. You know, you're yeah. here to serve a man. And mm. you know, don't do anything for yourself because that's being selfish and self centered. Oh, and uh, you know, uh. now we have to look at giving women permission to place importance upon themselves. Because yeah. only when they're living in that importance of self, not not self importance, that's something totally different. Yes. But importance yes. on their health, on their well being, on their spiritual being, on their purpose yes. when they're full. When they're abundant in themselves, they exude mm-hmm. that positivity and that energy to everyone yeah. else around them. And I think we're beginning to understand that that is where the fruitfulness of life is, and oh, yeah. and giving people, and especially women, permission to be abundant within themselves.
1: Yeah, I think um, you've well, you've actually said something else that I've I don't really think much of because we. We've got women from different generations. So I feel like in our generation, precisely, and cultures, (laughs) and you know, you've got so many different barriers, you've got things that, you know, pull you back. And one of the things that I always say to people is I am so blessed to be born in in a country that I was born in and in the family. And my mom is the most amazing mom. I mean, in her generation, she was the first person to actually have a separation from a man who was not doing her anything. Good. And she was she was looked down upon because of doing that. Yes. And she had to live with so much shame. She had to walk around because she had to fend for us. Because women during that era were used to being beaten up and in the relationship, your husband would do what he wanted to, and you would stay in that relationship. Yeah. And she chose not to do that. Bravo. So she was, she was the first generation, the first person in there in her generation to do that. So for me, being able to see that, and then she went against all taboo, which was she brought us up single-handedly. There were six of us. Wow. With a mum like that, she set the bar so high up. Yes. I mean. <laughs> you just, you just, you just could not do any worse. And, you know, seeing what she did always inspires me and makes me feel so fearless because I know the generation we are in is a lot easier than what they actually went through, you know. So, yeah, I do, yeah, I do understand this, that generational gap. And there's some more mature women I speak to and, you know, their thought process and everything. And sometimes it can be quite frustrating Because, you know, with with that gap, they don't understand why we do the things we do. And we don't understand why they're so stuck in the situations they are stuck in, you know. But I feel like it's good to be able to share and have that platform.
0: And that's the thing is, you know, um, this medium, the Internet... It's so wonderful. This show can go around the world instantly. You've clicked on it. Yes. You're listening to it. It can be shared exactly. anywhere that's English speaking. And that's, that's an the beauty of it. it. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah. And yeah. you know
0: what you're doing, you know, affiliation. I hope we're going to become affiliation because the oh, more we, yes, the more we, we get this to. story out there, the more other people realize they're not alone. And when yeah. they realize they're not alone and, and they come together, and they realize that they can be each other's support, each other's encouragement, each other's advocate. Yes. You know, now it becomes this united um, cohesiveness that is yes. so beautiful in its growth. I, I say now we, we're leaving the world of combative competitiveness and we're yes. entering the world of conscious cohesiveness and yes. collaboration mm-hmm. and women will be always the ones to lead that way because of our nature of it coming together yeah. sharing the recipe of life and <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know when we look at the cultures that you're you're dealing with yeah i mean never mind age but you've got yeah. cultures there where women are you know way down the totem pole you know the cows mm-hmm. and the, and uh, everything else comes first before <laughs> they do yeah. and it's only through things like this that we're going to be able to show them their value, their worth, and give them that encouragement to rebel yeah. against it in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, when when we started her story, because obviously of my background and the way I see people, um, what I usually say is they leave with so much strongholds in their lives where people have told them over and over that you can't go to school, you can't go to university, yeah. you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. So it's always driven me to go against that. And when when we started Her Story Matters, we were thinking, okay, we'll look after the women in the most ethnic areas and we we will try and bring them forward. And then what we realized was... With the people that we were targeting, yes, we did get that audience, but we had a bigger audience in places like America, Brazil, in places like Turkey and Cyprus. And we thought, hang on, even in Australia, and we were thinking, this is so insane. And then we began to realize that, you know, when you when you start something and when you, when you have that vision, because you don't know who will identify yeah. with it, you just don't know who you're going to touch And when we started seeing where people are looking at it and people are identifying with it, we thought to ourselves that we'll have to broaden the message because obviously there is a huge need here. And obviously we have to cater for everyone. And the vision is so big. And every single person I speak to, I usually say to them, you know what, no one became great on their own. There's always a huge group there's always a huge group. I mean, the story of UN, the way it started, all these big organizations, none of them ever worked on their own and they still don't work on their own. And it's the best way forward. So I love working with different organizations, no matter how big or small, because you know what? There's someone who will identify with you, Sarah, and will never identify with me ever in life. So if they can identify with you and they can benefit from you, I'm happy with that. Let me collaborate with you so that You would be able to, that people will have access to you and they'll benefit from you, you know. And I've come across some people that they don't want to work with anyone else. Yeah. It's so sad. So yes, sad.
0: you can't be territorial over this and be no. successful. It just doesn't work. No. And, you know, you know, you, you pointed out America and, and Brazil and Australia and you kind of think, but those are countries where women are meant to be free and celebrated and you have yes. opportunities. People don't yes. realize that even rich people can be poor. Yes. Uh, and if they're poor within their self-wealth, they're poor in their self-vision, if they're poor in in that permission, to give to themselves. I don't care. I come across people all the time that are financially wealthy, that have these names behind them, that have had great achievements in their career, but they're empty. Their soul is empty. Their heart is empty. Their purpose is empty. And they're crying out. And so we must not put that it has to be the poorest of people or you know cultures that are under suppression because people don't realize that there's a lot of people that have walked into careers because they was expected of them or they have a good brain but they forgot to unite the heart and soul and spirit and they're running on empty yeah
1: yeah oh wow yeah you've you've actually hit the nail in the head um that just shows you that there's some people that you particular person will be able to reach and some people who would not be able to reach them. And I think it calls for a lot more collaboration because, I mean, I love what you do because, you know, the platform that you're giving people like me to get the word out and to work with and, you know, to support is is a way of um, bringing the organisation up and bringing your organisation up. Exactly. Because we continue to pull each other up. There's no one who's gonna climb the ladder on their own. You have to keep pulling each other up. And you know, it brings me to um one of the one of the things that we're planning to do next year, one of the projects that we're planning to do next year, which is um we have a women's we 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 have the um we have um the campaign that we're running. We'll start the campaign um next year because we're working on the website. And in this campaign, what we want to do is we want to make sure, you know, the way um, in the West we've got mobile mobile um, providers where, you know, you get the, um, the network and you get the phone at the same time and every year you keep on upgrading your phone. So we want, you know, when you upgrade your phone, you don't need the old phone anymore. So what we're right. doing is we'll start campaigning to ask people to give the extra phone so what we'll do is we'll send these phones to all these countries where women don't have access to the phone. And, you know, one of the reasons why we want to do that is because not only will they have a phone, because we want to go beyond the phone, they'll be able to send us stories. They'll be able to send us of what's happening where they are because their um, network providers in those countries is a lot cheaper than for us. Yes, They they. Get Get their net yeah they get their network for next to nothing well we we end up paying a lot more so we thought that would be such a fantastic opportunity can you imagine yes um just having having a video footage of you know all these women in the villages or in the amazon sitting down discussing issues and that would just be amazing i think that would just be so inspiring for someone who's feeling low and has everything you know it would show that you've got a lot more than you think that you do so it's it, one it,
0: when you Sorry? know when it 's when people come together, you know like you could eat the same dish day in and day out, a slab of meat or a piece of vegetable, and it' it'll maybe yeah. sustain you. But when everybody brings their dish to the table, and now you have a smoker 's board, you have a buffet you 're yeah. feasting it 's the same yeah. it 's the same with our spiritual yeah. intellect when we come together yeah. and we share our knowledge we are now feasting on that togetherness and we realize that how much you know you've got somebody that will come and maybe you admire what they've done but they haven't got an ingredient for you but even in that admiration you've raised the vibration We're we're in a different era now of where our consciousness has been awoken and we're realizing that we are all one. We all Mm bleed the same. We all live. We need to live the same way to sustain our bodies. And we're all realizing that if we do not pay attention to our soul, heart and spirit, um, we are going to be continuing to live in a world of violence. And then yes. when you embrace that whole heart and spirit and come together, you are in a harmony and a peace that doesn't know or want to know Yes or, or discontent
1: yes, um you've you've said something so important right there, and I, I i have to I have to speak about that. One of the things that is always lacking in people's lives is you know, um like you said, we're spirit, body and soul. What we do to our bodies every single day, we feed our bodies every single day. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be told that you need to eat. You're hungry, you eat. But we don't pay attention to our spiritual self. And we don't pay attention to our souls either. So we don't feed our spirit. Then we're so, we're so malnutritioned in the spirit. And that's why we have the problems that we have now. So it's always so good to feed and nourish our spirits the same way we do with our bodies. And it's one of the things that I always advocate for.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, um, when you actually, um, when you actually, sorry, picking up a bit of static there, um, when you actually do feed your spirit Mm -hmm. and your heart and your soul, you will actually Mm -hmm. find that the food you eat changes. Um, A lot of people will eat a lot because they're trying to fill themselves. Yes. When you start you know, filling yourself you know, with all the other senses that are also being nourished, you will actually find the kind of food and the amount of food that you actually eat changes. And it also yeah. feeds you because now vibrationally, it's got the right energy. There is a reason why we say a prayer before food. Now it's meant to be, <laughs> you know, thank you to God. But it's yeah. also by blessing the food and the vibrations, you've changed the, um, the vibrational energy of that food and it will sustain you more.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. we
0: can give that gratitude to people who lift our hearts. Oh, bless your heart. Right? You know that saying? Yes. Or somebody says, Oh, you lift my soul or your music to my soul. <laughs> you know? And, and we really need to speak these words more and let people know where they've touched us.
1: Yes. Wow. Yes. That's true.
0: But you don't just, you know, lift up the uh-huh. souls and the spirits and things. You know, you, you have these stats and these resources for women and you address things like birth defects, child abuse, abuse and neglect, depression, domestic violence, female genital me, 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 I can't even say the word. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, Stella, uh, mental disorders, modern slavery, which people think isn't around, but it is self identity, sexual violence, trafficking and sexual exploitation and yeah. widows. I mean, there's you know, people think, "Well, oh, that's not around anymore." Oh, yes, it is. It's around, oh, and goodness. people don't even oh. realize it's in their neighborhood.
1: Yes, especially, um, you know, it's it's the unsuspecting. Yeah. I mean, because we we live in a world where we think, "Oh, yeah, this you know these things don't exist," because we don't pay attention. I usually say to people, if you actually paid attention, not listening, but paying to what is happening around you, you'd be so surprised what you will find. Because right until up recently, they started paying attention with FGM. People have been complaining about it. Some people have been campaigning against it until more organizations got together. And we said, you know, you, you have to showcase this because these are the numbers. These are the figures you need to listen Now they're listening. With things like um, slavery, modern day slavery, they didn't think it happened. Although I remember about five, six years ago, these are things that we saw. These are things that you speak to the women and they tell you because they would go to the shops. And, you know, when, when their master is not there, they would open up to you and tell you this is what is happening to me. And you'd be thinking, then why do you not go and report it? But they can't. Where are they going to go? Got their passport. Yes,
0: exactly. And actually, just and then, a, a little, a little interjection on there is: I interviewed yeah. somebody who was a retired teacher from my local mm-hmm. area here, and she mm-hmm. loved cranes, the bird mm-hmm. cranes. She went mm-hmm. over to China to look at these cranes, where these cranes came from, and ended up discovering sex trafficking. And yeah. she ended up writing oh. this complete book on sex trafficking. And she actually went to these places like they would traffic them over into new york she ended up Mm -hmm. walking into one of these places in new york and and talked to the women until the men came back and chased her out this is a middle-aged woman and uh, her books now are actually in schools on sex trafficking and people didn't realize that like on fifth avenue in new york that that building which is meant to be an upper thing building was filled with women that were there for sex trafficking and you know it's it's very much going on. We've just got to open up our eyes and realize that it's there.
1: Yes. Um, and it's usually the big companies that actually benefit from it. Yeah. And that's the hard thing. Yeah, get cheap. Um, they get cheap labor. Yes. That's how they benefit from it. And then the sex industry as well really feel for those women. They, they get it really bad as well. I mean, it's up until very recently that they've actually started paying attention, but it's been going on so many years. So many people have been killed whilst doing it, you know, and it's such a shame because we pride ourselves for being westernized and we pride ourselves yeah. for being so, you know, so bold and, you know, all those things don't happen to us, but they do, and they're a lot worse here than they are in, in other countries. So it's. I think it's really good to expose it. I think... It's quite difficult to bring down the companies that do it because they're quite huge. But I believe that when you create awareness, it, saves, it it does save lives because there's someone you'll be speaking to and you'll realize, well, this is what they're going through. And then you'll be able to direct them in the right place because we've got so many of them who don't know the rules. I think because someone's got your papers and someone's got your passports yes. that they own you. So once they know that that is not so, then they get encouraged to move from the situations that they're in.
0: I mean, prostitution and um, sex trafficking, in its sense, has actually been around since the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame that it's still today. And, but unfortunately today, where it used to be, you know, maybe the villages or, you know, um, the warmongers, you know, now it is corporations and, and it's a big industry. And uh, Yes, it is time for us to shame that industry and spotlight them, that we they will not tolerate it, it. <laughs> de glamorise it. They glamorize
1: it. it. Yeah. yeah. I remember there's a time um, I went to this art. Um, it was a an art program, an art fair of some sort, and it was in a massive hotel in central London. And it was so sad because they had women. Oh, these women are gorgeous, tall, blonde, beautiful eyes. You know, beautiful figures. And I was thinking it was quite strange that they're just walking up and down until someone said to me that these are actually very highly paid prostitutes to come and get the people who spend the money. And I'm thinking, but looking like that, you can get a job in modelling. Why do I have, do you know what I mean? So it's just having, we we just need to arise the right people to go and touch these girls and to, to give them an option as well because speaking to them and getting them out of that situation is not enough because that's all they know. You need to teach yes. them a new skill that's going to bring in them money. Otherwise, they will go back to it. Yes. And that's, and that's, what, that's one the, of the thing things is
0: that, they, you know, they think that's all they're worth uh, and it. all they can do. You know, when they understand there's so much more that they can do, there's so many more options out there and that people do care about who they are, you yes. know, what their what their view on life is. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it changes. But most of the time, that's all they're given is this is all you're worth. Yeah. And they buy into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that we, we're also doing with Her Story Matters. So the organizations that we're partnering up don't have to be organizations that are about telling the story or anything. Mm-hmm. We, we, we link up with organizations that do training. We link up with organizations that help people find jobs because we've got a huge situation where, for example, if someone's going through domestic abuse and they've been, are housewife all their life they don't have any skills they've You're got right. kids they want the best for their kids they can't leave the kids behind so what we do is we take them we we train them and then the organisations help them find jobs so we try and do it in a way that we've given you that first step but we want you to keep walking we want you to keep moving so we have to give you a huge option of opportunities for you to, to you know to say at least I've got this skill and you can go to mainstream and try and get a job so it's not just about being able to tell your story. Yes, just no. if I step
0: Well, actually, you're you're a woman after my own heart because this is actually, um, I have another organization that I work with with my partner called The Living Fractals. And we have The Mm -hmm. Living Fractals Orchard. And this is what it's poised to do. And Mm -hmm. actually, I invite you to have a look at that because you could see what we're about to do there. And it's very much in line with what you're doing. Um, I actually did
1: have a look. And it's amazing. I was so excited. You know, I always get so excited when I see things like that because I love what you're setting out to do. I love what it's going to become and I love that you're going to be able to provide these opportunities for all these people because it shows that you're really after their development.
0: We have to invest in people. You know, we've got to stop investing in things. We have to invest in people. People have got to understand in corporations and business today that by investing in the people that work with you, you will make the profit you seek. Yes. But it it is the investment in the people and everything they are and everything they have potential to be and everything yes. that they deserve. And in doing that you not only do you breed loyalty but you allow them to grow and that means yes. your company is going to grow. Um you're gonna have people that are gonna to want to stay because they yeah. because they're valued for who they are and that means janitor yeah. up. You know, yeah. the janitor is just as important. Oh yeah. And, and we need to understand that. So yes, you know, investment in people—people um, people come first before profit—and mm-hmm. uh, the profit is in the people. Yeah, um, you know that's that's really definitely where I'm at, and you know, giving people that dignity and that, and that meaningful purpose in life—that's what we're here for. And when we come together in doing that, that's when we really understand the purpose of life.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing. I love I love it. I was looking at the website, and I almost did wish that you were here in London, but. Well, see. <laughs> well there's,
0: there's, you know, I'm, I am but a Skype away, and, uh, but that's fine because, as I said, you're around the world. I'm over here. So, you know, as you can see, we even intend to be in Africa. Uh, yeah. We're already working with somebody in South Africa. Actually, she's one okay. of my hosts who's actually doing Inspiring South Africans. And it is amazing what South Africans are doing for their own country. Yeah. Um, so it's some miraculous things. And there is like something else. You know that can open doors, et cetera. So, the whole thing about it is we're a matrix, mm-hmm. you know. And by coming together with each of our own resources and each of our own abilities, we're now going to really build something that truly and utterly can reach around the world in in more than just one dimensional, multi dimensional ways.
1: Multi dimensional, yes. That's that. That's how I look at it. Yeah.
0: So collaboration and cohesiveness and harmony, you know, that's what we're looking at bringing to, you know, women that have not known it. Um, you know, they don't believe that it's out there for them, that it's all servitude and, and it's, you know, this is their lot in life. And it's for us to show them that no, it isn't. If they choose to walk away, we'll help them get away and form a new life in one way or the other.
1: Yeah, um, what one of the things that I actually realized in life is, we always look around to see people who are going to inspire us. well, we ourselves have the um keep of doing it, but sometimes you have to be able to do it for people so that they'll be able to follow your lead. Yes. and It might be difficult because you have to make all the mistakes because you're you're making the way you yeah you're the trendsetter. so I mean those are things that are things that we need to remember while we're doing things like this. I've met people who would like to start their own organizations but I know how difficult it is and I always say to people that it's best to collaborate with someone else yeah. if you want to do something similar to what you're doing it's best to get in touch with you and probably start with you and see how they can branch off because sometimes the desire to do something like that you can you don't necessarily have to open one yourself you can work with a different organization and that's one of the beautiful things with being able to collaborate because what you bring in is a lot bigger i'm not going to be able to do it you are able to do it and it's your passion so you do it on that um and it's good to encourage people to be able to do that i don't know you know you've you've got the um the radio you've got people's ears and i think it's really great what you're doing. It's important what you're doing. It's, you know, it's very much needed to be able to do what you're doing. So I'm, I'm quite pleased to have actually met you. Oh.
0: Well, you see, this comes from an affiliation with the migrant woman. So yeah. she's putting me in contact with people like you because she wants your story told. And this is the kind of story I like to tell. People who okay. face their adversity you, you could essentially, my darling, living your diva. Everybody's born a diva. They're born with the ability to dream, to be yes. inspired, to see a vision and to aspire to make that vision come true. And then, systematically, life beat out of them uh, or redirects them and they can't find that dream or that diva anymore. And then you woke up to your diva and your diva was, I have a dream. You know, I want to inspire people. I've got a vision I want to share. And I aspire yeah. to other people to see that dream and be inspired and share that vision. Yes. So own it. You're a diva, babe. And let's, let's create more divas out there.
1: <laughs> we certainly will. <laughs> I love bringing people out of their shells.
0: It's wonderful, isn't it? When you see people who think that they don't count and then they suddenly realize that their voice matters. And it's truly a wonderful thing to see
1: yeah i the most the most important thing I think what really gets me off is when I actually see the sparkle in their eyes, yeah because now you know there's life, yes, yeah, yeah. I love seeing that, oh my goodness, I love that because it just shows you that nothing is nothing is nothing is dead, everything can be brought back to life, everything. Every single thing, every single dream that we have, every single vision that we have can always be brought back to life. I mean, one of the things when my mom saw why that her story matters and what I'm doing, she was like, you know, when you were growing up, you always wanted you always said that you want to make history anyway. So I'm not surprised. I was <laughs> like, really? And I did not remember that. I was like, right. Really? Even See, that was that, your but... diva
0: back then, right? And then you went this off and it. lived some other diva. You you, you weren't living your diva. Now you are. This is it. Right? So now you've connected to those <laughs> dreams of that child. And you look yeah. at a child's dreams and they're wonderful, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. and to, how many people I know that have gone back to that childhood diva to live yeah. their purpose now? But yeah. they don't regret the journey they've had in between because they gave you the knowledge and the tools to do what you want to do now.
1: It's true. You've got to make the mistakes and you've got to, you know, you, you can teach other people. You can lead other people.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and inspire other people. I mean, it's about guidance and inspiration. Yeah. But it's also about choice. And you yeah. you can't help someone who's unwilling to help themselves. So no. you can be there with the hands out. You can show them the feast. You can invite them to the table. But if they're unwilling to take that step, um, you can't help them because that's part of our responsibility as a human being is taking ownership of our own choices and we might give you a shaking hand in fear and in trepidation but putting that hand out saying help me is a choice you're making and when you do that, the people are there but until you do that, we can't help.
1: I'm actually glad that you brought that up because it's one of the things that I, I like people to know that by, by you sharing your story or by you deciding to take that step, that it's then up to you to keep on taking the step. Yes. Because I've, I've recently been having people coming to me and they need help and they want guidance, but they expect you to do it for them. I know there's a lady who is in an abusive relationship, talked about different things. The daughter sees her being abused, but she, would not, she is not willing to take that step. And to risk everything to come out of that, she wants to get a clean transition where she's going to have everything done for her. And I say to her, life is not like that. Yeah. Because in that struggle of coming out, in that struggle of finding yourself and being there for your daughter is where you're going to be created. You can't just skip the process. And that's one of the things I... I want to put across, because with her Story Matters, we help you begin the journey. We will not make the steps for you. The journey is yours. Everyone's got their own journey. Sarah, you have got your own journey. I have got my own journey. So, when people come to us, they expect us to wave the magic wand, and it's not like that.
0: No. You know, there is is isn't a knight in shining armor, that's somebody to rescue you. Uh, and part of that journey is is like there's a reason why we carry a baby for nine months and why we go through labor. And when we hold that child <laughs> yeah. in our arms, you know, that life, that gift, it changes you forever. When we're going through this transition from tinnere up into opportunity and possibilities, we have to realize we have to go through that rebirthing and and giving birth to ourselves and it's not yeah. discomfort but when yeah. you do the the gift of your new life and your new possibilities um and your new soul and heart being united it lifts your spirit into action
1: yes yeah yeah definitely i love I, I i i do totally agree with that it's um It's something that I think every single person needs to understand and I think it's something that we need to reinforce because people take these organisations and take these mentors and coaches, they expect them to do that for them and we find that we've run several programmes where we've had people coming in but then after a few weeks they drop out because they came in expecting everything done for them yeah, and then they drop out because what they were expecting they didn't receive so... I'll always like it for people to know that when you're coming in, you're not coming in for us to do everything for you. We're here to support you, and you know, with with each and every single issue that we're with, we deal, we have other organisations to give us a hand, or we deal with it ourselves. We always try to make sure that we send people to the right the right organisations where they'll be in safe hands, because those are people that we're working with anyway, and. Right we'll be having webinars as well where, you know, women who've been abused, they don't want want to show their faces, they can still get the help, you know, they can still get the advice and, you know, we don't have to know who they are as long as they're looked after, as long as, you know, we feed their spirit, we feed them, we feed their soul and they're able to come out of that situation. That's all we aim for, you know. um, And it's one of the things that is going to be very encouraging because, you know, there's some people in different countries who'd love to have access of what you are doing or what I am doing, but they can't do it because they're in a different country. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing some of the things we're doing online and why we're yeah. producing the, the programs for the people online. Because I've met some people who want are asking why we don't have the physical presence and they don't realize that we don't live in that age anymore. Yes. It's all about the internet and... When we do things like those, then you find that you touch a lot more people and you have, you know, you have a lot more people who can listen to you and who can learn for you, from you. And that's what we want to encourage. And that's what we, we want to let people know as well, that when you share your story, we don't have to see your face as long as you're helped you know there's other things
0: you can do is, is that you know you can form a directory of, of people that are in certain areas and people that are going through the program and say there is somebody in your area if you want to meet and help each other and go through the program together now you've got that support of people taking mm-hmm. the same journey as you so if people yeah. do need that tactile that touch that face to face then you know it, you may be across the world but there's somebody else doing the same thing or get, get your thing. sisters to come and do it with you and we will help Precisely. you through it and you help each other and that's the whole thing about that collaboration you know yeah. what what I'm seeing as an idea here is that you've got women who would like to tell the story that maybe are not yet ready to divulge their name we can yeah. give the show names and they can come out with me and tell the story we can do a round table of two or three of them at a time sharing their story and where they are now you know what what opportunities and and possibilities lay for them now because they took this journey and it can become that inspiration for other people to to understand
1: that's the beauty of collaboration (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) we are not alone and everybody's been through something and there is nobody's been through worse than somebody else because you can't measure pain. All you can do is acknowledge that we've all been in pain. But what did we do to get out of pain?
1: Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Actually, that could work. <laughs> <laughs> we can just make it happen,
0: right? That's the thing where there's a will, there's a way. That's the thing. Um You know, I love what you're doing. I love the fact that you're giving a voice. And yes, somewhere along the line, we need to have something where it's his journey. Because, you know, men are made out to be the villain. And in in a lot of ways, they chose that path or were born into that path or taught that path. But there are many, many men out there who don't want this, that are seeking, you know, a purpose in their own lives. Um, You know, wanting to listen to their own souls and their own hearts and not live in this maturism of expectation um, and embrace more their the feminine side, as we, as women, are actually embracing more our masculinity.
1: Yeah. Um, I've come across some of the men who would love for me to do an organization for them because they would love to share as well. Yes. (laughs) And I found that really funny because I thought to myself, well, um, I think I'm more inclined to the women's side because that's where my passion is. But if there's an opportunity to do one for men, it would be great. But one thing is for certain that people do want to talk, Yes, people do want yes. to share. Yes. They just don't have anyone to do it to. Right.
0: And, you yeah. know, for you is to find that man that's been through the journey and that wants to work with you but can be yeah. the advocate for the men's side. You yeah. know, as equally as passionate about men's stories as you were about women but you worked collaboratively together under one umbrella. You know, and, that's, yeah. and that when you put it out there, that person will rise to the top.
1: yeah we will see (laughs) oh my god yeah we'll see it's a great it would be a great opportunity for them we will see because I don't think men have you know have a chance to be able to to go through things like this or to be able to share because I mean I've spoken to some men off the record and some of them have actually abused you know, they, they've they've been the ones who've been hitting their wives and things like that. But then it also turns out that they themselves were abused. Yes. So we're dealing with yes. <laughs> what we're dealing with is you know you can't just learned help the behavior women.
0: and it's got to be yeah. unlearned. You know that's the yeah. thing they've got to understand that behavior uh, may have been passed down but doesn't make it right. It's an old belief yeah. that has to be deleted with a new belief and a new behavior replaced. And you know think yeah. about this way: women hear the men's stories. And the men are getting to listen to the women's stories. Now there is a camaraderie of understanding of the pain that's been inflicted upon each other and what to do in order to heal it.
1: It's true. That would that would be another journey altogether. Right. <laughs> but maybe you could do that for the men. Yes, definitely. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, it's, it's all very well women telling their story to women, but we really want the men here. Because we want them to understand the pain that they've inflicted, um, and understand that if they embrace it in our liberation, in our possibilities, and in our truth, um, they actually benefit.
1: Yeah, we could we could look into that because they they also need to be free for yes. us to have healthy relationships and healthy communities. Yes, um, because we're just dealing with one one side of the coin, right? so have interviewed would...
0: quite a number of men who openly admit they were bullied and uh you know or became the bully because they were bullied into it um you know that took that abusive path but partly because it was encouraged or expected or also because of a defense mechanism
1: okay all right okay so they want wow. the
0: people to know that it's not a journey they would have chosen completely on their own but it's one that was kind of forced into or expected and you know that comes down into how we raise our children so if the women get to hear the men's story and you know vice versa now it becomes our children are not going to go through the same thing
1: it's true then we'll be able to change the whole society as a whole be able to change whole um community as i would call it because we have to start with the community before we go yeah Yeah. because that domino effect
0: people want to feel good Right? They want to. And so, you know, when you get a community feeling good, it ricochets, it dominoes because people really would prefer to feel good than feel bad.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Something much we to can come. just
0: gotta bring everybody into the pot and, <laughs> and stir it up and see what comes out.
1: <laughs> I think it's a process because um it's just a, it's just about finding the right people who want to do it, even with a mindset and with the right heart to do it because it's not something that you can do just you know for the money or for the prestige you cannot just, just do it for that and it's just finding the right the right mindset that people who are willing to give and i think it's a, it's it's within the process as well and it's also within another story <laughs> i always think that everything leads to a story everything just leads to experience so it's it's something that we could look into i mean like next year is going to be really huge and I'm sure we would need the um, the support of men to make this happen. Oh,
0: absolutely. Because... What we have to do is send out the invitation. <laughs>
1: That's,
0: and it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in London, as you say. It can be anywhere. Somebody who who is, you know, collaboratively working with your platform to tell his story. And I think it could be something that really could unite quite
1: considerably. Yeah. I think there's actually an organization that I'm speaking to, what they do is they deal with the men in, I think it's Pakistan, that they um, were still in talks because um, he wanted to collaborate. He was saying that he talks to men and teaches them that things like rape and abuse for women is not right. And he actually does it for, for the men in Pakistan, which I think is is amazing to yes. be able to do that because it goes, you know, culture and everything. that's what he's doing i mean you could interview him
0: (laughs) absolutely please send him my way definitely the the kind of interview i love people out there who are brazen making that difference without fear yeah it would Um, be
1: an amazing one and i think there's a chinese one as well i will i will speak i'll send you the details and everything because i think those are the kind of people that actually need to be recognized because for them to be actually doing that it shows that their heart is in the right place
0: yes and that's yeah. what it's all about. It's about rebirth, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. we've had a lifetime. We have to understand our lives are chapters, and yeah. you know, we've had we've had one chapter, and it was a learning curve. It was a painful curve, and that really how we write our next chapter in life comes up to how much are we going to participate in our own lives? Yeah. How much we are going to dedicate to ourselves and invest in ourselves, mm-hmm. so that you know our next chapter can be one of substance. Yeah, and and the chapters after that. So. There is no downloadable app. There is no quick pill. It's work. <laughs> but when you do it, it becomes less work and more lifestyle.
1: A lot of work, actually. A whole lot of work. It is. And I think it, it would be amazing. Now that you've actually mentioned it, my mind just going crazy thinking about the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me possibility queen for nothing (laughs) well we can make
0: this happen we can make this happen Uh, so you know that's the thing it's is when you believe in something and you send out that vibrational invitation other people are on that frequency and they hear you so you know i think you know i think to leave people with is your thoughts do speak to your actions And, Mm -hmm. you know, your actions do speak to the way other people are going to behave towards you. So, you know, um, positive thinking begets positive living. And, uh, you know, we've really got to be willing Well, come to self-love. And I know it's a journey to find that love of self. But you have to be willing to take that journey and walk away from what has been. Leave it behind. It didn't serve you. Tell your story, seek your solution, find your purpose and now live in an abundance of your, of a story that you want to tell rather than what you have to tell.
1: Yeah. Start living it and just start going forward with it. And I don't know, it's, it's always, um, I remember before when, as I was starting out, my biggest fear was telling my story because you know, you live you live a certain way for so long. People look at you a certain way for so long, and you kind of don't want them to know what you actually went through. But then I realised that I can't actually ask people to tell their story if I'm not doing it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You become the example. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, looking at your picture, I, I keep thinking of um, of Janet Jackson. Uh, oh my you, God! <laughs> you got a very thin... <laughs> so. I mean, you know, true diva inside and out. You know, live it, own it, exude. You know, project it because it'll only be a beacon of light for others to follow. That's so. true. So, will you let everybody know how they can get hold of uh, you and how they can get hold of her story matters? How well, they can be can a part of it. Get, um, sorry. How the, How anybody can be a part of it, either telling their story or even wanting to collaborate with you
1: um if they want to collaborate with us they can just send an email to um harriet kataba at com. i will be emailing everyone i mean i'm looking for people to collaborate with it doesn't matter what you actually do as long as you have your heart is in the right place and you're interested in you know being a support for other people being there for other people that's all i need it doesn't matter what qualifications you've got and um, that's how you can send your emails. If you want to send your story, if you want us to feature your story, if you want to collaborate with us, that's the best email to send it to. And I will be the one emailing them back. So um, they can actually call me, although I know it's in London, they can call me on 07533 513 That's 07533 513 870 they can give me a call anytime my phone is always on um I handle we can talk on the phone they can share their story on the phone if they don't want to have it featured out there I can always talk with them on the phone and you know because we also have a blog we can write the story instead of having you on video as long as your story is out your story inspires people your story is a testimony of what you've gone through and by the testimonies, that's how we overcome. I love to hear what people have gone through because it encourages me and lets me lets me know if Sarah is that strong, then Harriet can be that strong. Yeah. Harriet can be stronger. so it gives me that possibility and it opens up my mind and my imagination because if I don't know what you've gone through, when I actually come to it. I don't know if I'll be able to overcome. So I feel I love hearing people's stories and I love being inspired by different people. And what we don't do is we don't judge you. We actually listen to what you've got to say and we admire it when people say it because the number of people who've actually written to us and told us that that story actually moved them or how they feel when they heard someone else's story, it's so amazing. And it doesn't matter if you feel that your story is not epic because we we judge ourselves harshly. Yes. You know? Yeah. Every story does matter. Every story, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how insignificant you think it is, it does matter to someone else. It could set someone else free, and that's what the emphasis we always put on. And you can send us an email. Give me a call. Check out our website. It's going to be changing in a few months' time. It's going to be more exciting. And we look forward to hearing from each and everyone, even the men.
0: <laughs> right. So the website is herstorymatters.com.com
1: Dot com, yes.
0: And her name is Harriet, H-A-R-R-I-E-T, K-H-A-T-A-B-A at, is it Yahoo? Or Gmail, at her story matters At her story So yes. it's Harriet Kabuta at um her story And you know, folks even if you um are out there you've already told your story or you're living that life but you've got something you want to do um you know something that you can offer people that are in that transition you know this is what it's about collaboration cohesive collaboration and making things happen because when we all heal and when each one of us are living in our own our own written story not a story written for us um We become part of that society's uh, equation that is a solution to this planet. So for everybody that we liberate, they become part of that good vibration that's going to help this planet survive. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, my love. I mean, you've got a great story. I love what you're doing. Thank you. I'm glad thank that you, you follow it. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm glad what you're doing for women and now future men. And, <laughs> you know, it, it does matter. But, you know, we do. Everybody has a story. And, you know, a lot of people say, but why does it matter? Because your story is important. It's, a, yeah. it's encouragement. It is. Sometimes it's just telling your story is releasing it, letting it go and yes. not letting it imprison you anymore. So, yeah. It is important to get your story out and share it so that other people can be liberated by it too. So we're going to be doing a lot more together, I know that.
1: And, oh, we will. Drafting the paperwork already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to this because I think it's going to be a very, very exciting venture and uh, getting a lot more stories out there. So thank you so much for being with us today here on PLV Radio.
1: Thank you for having me. And I do apologize for the static. I really don't know. I think I'm in a room that's got so much equipment as well. Yeah, that's part of the, you know, if you're looking for
0: perfection, you're going to be sorely, uh, you know, uh, disappointed in life. You know, some of the beauties is in in the imperfection. And that's, it's getting your story out, even if there is a little bit of static along the way. No problem. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity
0: Excellent. Wonderful. Um, And we stay on the line because you and I got to talk. So, till the next time, folks, uh, please be kind to yourself and know that your story matters.